Hillbilly Horror Stories presents Eerie Encounters. Today's stories are a mixture, I guess you could say a hodgepodge of all kinds of different stories that really didn't have a complete theme, so I will call this episode Hodgepodge. The scariest thing that I've had happen while camping. So I live in Eastern Oregon and my mom lives in Western Oregon. I went to visit her for the summer and she's very outdoorsy, so we decided to take an hour-long drive from her city to the coast. We end up at this free campsite at the top of this hill. Huge foothills of the coastal mountains, about 25 minutes drive from the top where the campsite is to the bottom where the main road was. And we were the only campers up there. We relaxed for a little bit the rest of the day, made some food, etc. A truck full of men drive up the hill and talk with my mom. I don't know what about, wasn't suspicious at the time. And then they leave us. Fast forward to the middle of the night. I wake up to my mom sitting straight up in the tent. I wake easily, so I heard her gasp and it woke me. As soon as she saw I was awake, she put her hand over my mouth because I was starting to ask her what was wrong. It was dead silent, and all of a sudden you hear footsteps right beside the tent. The little flap that covers the zipper wasn't even moving. Thankfully, my mom was quick wits and said very loudly, Kenny, grab the gun. Kenny's my dad, although that doesn't matter, and mind you, he was not there. Just us girls, like I previously said. They left. No harm was done. Thank the Lord for my mama. All I know is it was two girls at a campsite alone. People were outside the tent in the middle of the night, and my mom pulled some badassery. That story is from Morin in Oregon. Growing up, my bedroom was the only one that faced the front of the house. When I was about eight or nine, I woke up to my dad calmly, but firmly, telling me to get up, go in the bathroom, and shut the door. I was annoyed because I was half asleep, but I listened. Apparently, I was more tired than I realized because I fell asleep on the bathroom floor. The next morning, I asked my mom what happened. She seemed oblivious and confused. I looked at my dad like she was crazy, and I asked him why he had woken me up. He denied doing it. I was becoming frustrated to the point of tears, but I ultimately let it go. Fast forward to college. I was home one break, and I decided to ask again. I had thought of that night off and on for years and years. It still bothered me. This time, my dad goes, Ha! Huh, I was wondering if you remembered that. Turns out that a lot of the houses on our block were being vandalized and robbed all those years ago. Someone had broken into the garage and was inside the house. My room was partially over the garage. My dad heard it happen and he quietly got me to safety. Police were called. The guy ran. He was never caught, however, and my parents didn't want a terrified kid on their hands, so for years they pretended like nothing had ever happened. It wasn't supernatural, but it was unsettling, to say the least. That story was sent anonymously.
This did not happen to me, but to my sister. Her and her husband had just had their first child a few months prior. My brother-in-law was working the graveyard shift at his job as my sister stayed home taking care of my nephew. Around 2 a.m., she heard a loud knocking on her back door. She went to check it out and saw a lady banging on the door asking for my sister to let her in. The lady told my sister that her husband had just beat her down the street and was looking for her. My sister was hesitant to let her in since she had a newborn in the house and didn't want to interfere. She told the lady that the best she could do was call the police for her. The lady told my sister to not call the police and to let her in. This is where my sister got suspicious. She went to get her phone and called 911. When she went back to the door, the lady was gone. The police arrived a few minutes later and they told my sister that the same situation happened a few streets down. Apparently, the couple would do this act to get into people's homes. I'm sure this is very common, but having it almost happen to my sister and my nephew just creeps me out. Some real clockwork orange crap. That story was sent by Josh. When I was in high school, I had a lot of these experiences. At the house that my dad lived in at the time, it was really old, built in the early 1800s, there were plenty of times that I'd be sitting in the living room and distinctly hear the cabinets opening and closing in the kitchen. It was just me and my dad that lived in the house, and you could clearly see when his bedroom door was shut and he was asleep, but I'd still hear it. Normally, my dad worked 7 to 3 but occasionally he'd work a p.m. or overnight shift. One night he was working until 11. I was 17 at the time. It was around 8 p.m. or so. I'm sitting in the living room playing Borderlands, and I think I hear footsteps coming from the living room, which was adjacent to my bedroom. I assume that my dad's home early. I go back to playing Borderlands. I keep hearing the steps, so I pause the game and I listen and the footsteps are just slowly pacing back and forth between the living room and the kitchen in a steady rhythm. I laid in bed, scared crapless, and actually counted the steps. Every time it took 15 paces to the living room, 15 back to the kitchen. Needless to say, I did not sleep that night. I had another situation at my mom's house. This was about two years prior to this. Out of nowhere, my alarm clock would go off at midnight every night. I assumed that it was busted and I got rid of it. Fast forward two years. My mom gets another, brand new alarm clock for my room. Also when I was 17. Suddenly, an alarm goes off at midnight. I thought nothing of it. I turned it off. Happened again the next night. And then my sister pointed out that the old one I had did the same thing. So I checked and I made sure that there were no alarms set. I double checked it at 11.56. Sure enough, four minutes later, my alarm goes off. Freaked out, I threw the alarm clock out. The very next night was my dad's night to have me. I had a buddy of mine over and my dad was working that night. He left for work around 2 a.m. And my friend had brought over an iPod dock to listen to some music on. 
I didn't have the clock set or anything. My friend knew absolutely nothing of the last couple of nights, so I know he wasn't just messing with me. So about two minutes after my dad leaves, we hear an alarm clock coming from my room. I went in, and you know how if you just plug in a clock without setting it, the numbers just blink off and on? Well, it was doing that as soon as I picked it up. The clock set itself to 12 and then just turned off by itself. So yeah, some paranormal stuff. I'm not religious at all, but I'm 100% convinced that it happens. That story was sent from Lindsay in Alabama. About five years ago, my mom started dating a guy that she'd met on a dating site. And that part is fine. I had recently started dating a woman who would later become my wife, and we had met online. I'll just refer to her as my wife for this story. Anyway, my wife and I never really liked this guy. We didn't much think he was mean or anything like that, just a little creepy. He was quiet. He kept his eyes closed a lot and occasionally said odd things like, offering my wife a chocolate and then popping one in his mouth, closing his eyes and moaning as he let it melt in his mouth. One time, my wife and I were visiting my mom, but she got called into work, so we waited at her house. Her boyfriend was over there, but he spent the entire several hours that we were there just hanging out in the bedroom with the door closed. Just before Christmas, my mom and this guy started having some difficulties. My wife and I were visiting her for the holidays, and she dropped all of her problems on us, and we listened carefully and told her our, our opinions and suggested that she would be better off without him. She already had her mind made up, though, and decided to break up with him on Christmas Eve. We spent that night at my mom's and got up early on Christmas morning to visit my dad at his house. We didn't plan on spending the night at my dad's, but we kind of got snowed in which was actually a nice Christmas surprise. The next day, we left as soon as we could get through the snow, and my wife suggested that we stop by my mom's house on the way so we could see if she was okay. My wife just had a really bad feeling about my mom's now ex-boyfriend. My mom's car was in the driveway, but that doesn't mean much because she lives close enough to work that she often walks, and it hadn't snowed in her town. She also never locks her door, which drives me absolutely crazy, so we let ourselves in. That's when we see blood oozing out of the refrigerator's water dispenser. It had filled up the spill container and was leaking onto the floor and had made a puddle. My wife screamed and I freaked out. I fully expected to see my mom's head in the freezer. I nervously opened the freezer to find a bag of frozen cherries that had been opened crammed into the freezer so that it fell into the ice dispenser and melted. I thought my mom was decapitated by her creepy ex-boyfriend. That story was from Chad in Ohio. About four years ago, I lived in a very large farmhouse. This was converted into two apartments. 
The house was known as the Old Boys Home. It was used to house boys with behavioral problems, but was closed due to allegations of molestation. Anyway, I was living with my boyfriend and three-year-old daughter at the time. My bedroom had a large fireplace that had been boarded up and painted over. I decided to push my bed up against it one day while I was rearranging things. It was like a headboard. That night, around 1 a.m., I had heard a small voice saying, Mom, Mom, Mommy. I had sat up in the bed but didn't see anything, so I reached over my boyfriend trying to grab down to grab my daughter, and I put her in our bed. I kept feeling around, and I was still hearing that voice, but I couldn't feel her. My boyfriend woke up, and he turned on the bedside lamp, and then he asked me, What the hell are you doing? I explained that Amelia was trying to get out of the bed, and I was reaching for her. There was nobody there. My daughter was sound asleep in her room. The following night, around 1 a.m. again, my dog had started to whimper at the door, so my boyfriend got up to take him outside. You know that feeling in a bed when someone lies down next to you? Where the bed pushes in and there's a warmth in your back? I felt that. So I assumed that my boyfriend had come back to bed. I rolled over, my boyfriend wasn't in the bed, and I felt the bed release pressure. Whatever was laying next to me has gotten up in that second. I moved my bed the very next day to the other side of the room, and I've never had an incident in the two years that I remained in that house. That story was sent from Laura in California. You have been listening to Hillbilly Horror Stories Presents Eerie Encounters. If you have an eerie encounter that you would like read on the show, please send it to hillbillyhorrorstories at gmail.com.